Hey fam, it's Lexi here to welcome you to the You Can Through Christ podcast. I am so honored and excited you're here. I pray these words give you the confidence to know you can do all things through Him. He is for you, loves you, and made you for an exact purpose for this life and the one to come. Stay tuned to find out. All right, guys. So the theme of the podcast and the book coming out is all based off of scripture, specifically Philippians 4.13, which reads, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, we always want to keep scripture in context. Here, Paul is actually talking to the church of Philippi, telling them that he has learned to be content no matter the circumstances, and he has contentment through Christ who gives him strength. Even though I want you to keep this verse in context, I want us to remember and keep the theme that anything and everything is possible with God. I've had a necklace with a basketball and this verse on it since I've been eight, and I've tried to make it the theme of my life, and I'd love to help you make it yours too. The first episode is going to start covering the purpose of our lives, including what is faith, salvation, grace, and truth. The focus and motto is for you to be able to say by the end that you can live out your salvation, purpose, and his grace through him who gives you strength. Now to be confident of your purpose, we need to talk about where we came from and where this world came from. So how do you think you got here? Have you always had a perspective on how you think the world was created? According to Job chapter 26, verses 7 through 10, it says, He suspends the earth over nothing. He wraps up the waters in his clouds, yet the clouds do not burst under their weight. He covers the face of the full moon, spreading his clouds over it. He marks out the horizon on the face of the waters for a boundary between light and darkness. Then Job chapter 26 verse 14 continues to say, and these are but the outer fringe of his works. To summarize creation, starting with Genesis, it talks about how God created everything from nothing, the heavens, the earth, us, our spirits, and the animals. The earth is beautiful, original, and it cannot be recreated just like you. Psalm chapter 104 verses 24 through 25 specifically addresses that through God's specific wisdom, we were created. God knew before the beginning of time, even before he made Adam and Eve, he wanted to make you to be living at this specific time right now. How crazy is that? So we established you were created intentionally by God. Now, how do you picture God? Is he in control? Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 35 says, The sun only shines day to day because God tells it to. Do you know your creator is not only all-powerful but faithful and not only faithful but loving toward you as your father? Now, depending on your relationship with your parents or maybe specifically your dad, this can bring up very mixed emotions. If you have a broken relationship with your parents, I want you to know Psalm 27:10, which says, Though my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. I mean, hey, even if you have an incredible relationship with your parents like I do, they're still imperfect and cannot be the ultimate satisfaction 
you need an apparent. Sorry, mom and dad, but I know that they would agree and say it for themselves. Now, do you picture God as a father who's just always angry, just waiting for you to mess up? Or do you picture him pointing to a picture on a fridge that has a picture of you telling someone how proud he is to call you his child and how much he loves you? We should view God as this type of parent that when we mess up, he is the first one we run to as opposed to running away from him. Now, when we disobey our parents, if they truly love us, we do receive correction through punishment or guidance. God also needs to be completely just if we are going to call him all loving toward us. The beautiful thing is we can trust God to balance that grace and that justice perfectly when dealing with his children because he is a perfect father. Throughout the Old Testament, God gets angry with his chosen people, his remnants, and children, the Israelites. However, you see this perfect justice and grace come to life as he would always forgive them and keep his promise to Abraham and give them an escape from his anger. His anger was always justified as they would continue to disobey. I always look at the Israelites and think, won't they learn? Won't they trust God? He continues to save them time and time again, yet they go back to their old ways. Then I realize I am an Israelite and I am the same way. God will correct me, show me grace, and get me on the right track, and I go back to my old ways. Yet, God continues to chase down our hearts to make them new, genuinely new. God pursued the Israelites' hearts all the way up to Christ. Jesus came to complete this justice and his grace all in one act on that cross. Now, all because of Jesus, our lives begin and so does our purpose. Jesus is the reason behind everything. Colossians chapter 1 verse 16 says, For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. So why can't God be behind all the science? Why can't it be that God is behind the exact design of our very being? Psalm chapter 100 verse 3 says, we belong to him. And not only do we belong to him, but he delights in us. You exist right now because the idea of you made the God of the very universe so happy, which is also good to keep in mind when we look at others too. The only reason another human being exists is because they were also intentionally designed and are so wanted. Job chapter 14 verses 15 through 17 tells us God longs for his creation, but true love doesn't force someone to love you back, which is why we do have a choice, aka free will. Free will is the reason we have been given this choice and why there's so much brokenness and sin in the world. However, the good news is through Jesus and his grace, we have hope. God has already seen your life from beginning to end. Every choice you're going to make and every wrong turn will be redeemed if you put your trust in him. Jeremiah chapter one, verse five says, your days were planned, you were known and set apart and wanted before you were born. Even if your parents didn't plan you, God did. If the enemy ever tries to make you feel 
like you're just too far gone. Look at Paul, who was formerly Saul. In the book of Galatians, chapter 1, verse 11 through 16, he says how the gospel he preaches is not of human origin, but from Jesus. He says how he persecuted the church and tried to destroy it. But when God, who set him apart at his mother's womb and called him by grace, made him an instrument to share the good news with Gentiles. Um, if you're not familiar, the term Gentile just means anyone who is not of the Jewish origin. So whether you feel like you've thrown your life away, or maybe you just flat out feel unsatisfied with life, you are never going to find your purpose or hope until you find him. We were not designed to be satisfied by this world. Psalm chapter 119 verse 81 says, My soul faints with longing for your salvation, but I have put my hope in your word. If we put our satisfaction in other people, as much as I love them, I know they cannot fully satisfy and will let me down in some capacity because we are human. God designed us for a relationship with others, but in order for these relationships to flourish, it needs to start with him. Psalm chapter 146 verse 3 says, Do not put your trust in princes and human beings who cannot save. We also get the temporary highs and satisfaction in our accomplishments. If we could be that one athlete, get that one outfit, use that one type of makeup, travel to that one place, buy that one house, lose this much weight, any of these sounding familiar, get that one job, that one degree, date that one person. If I could be famous, if I could get married, if I could have kids. As awesome as these things are, and they are great things to strive for, even if you acquire that entire list, you will always be searching for more. Unless God is your purpose behind these pursuits, the pursuit of marriage, the pursuit of that job, the pursuit of that sport, you will eventually crash from the high. We've all been there. Listen, life is not about discovering yourself, but God, who he made you to be, and how he designed you to love others, his people. Continue to pursue anything I listed before if God has put it on your heart. But, but if it is where your soul trust is, it will be temporary and fragile. You were made for so much more than temporary. Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty, according to John chapter 6, verse 35. You may have heard great advice on how to pursue these dreams and goals. Or maybe you've made New Year's resolutions, which are all great. But the difference is when you put Jesus at the center of these goals, he gives you the power and persistence to pursue them. Why not start living out this purpose today? If you haven't noticed, time flies. And we've been given a brief window here on earth. James chapter 4, verses 13 through 15 says, We are a mist that appears for a little while, then vanishes. We are not going to live forever. And the enemy wants you to think you have all this time. Start today. Consult God in prayer on how to start. And our all-knowing and all-caring Father will guide you in his purpose for your life. What are you waiting for?
Thanks for hanging out with us. For more, go to youcanthroughchrist.com. You are loved.